G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast, where we talk all things farming. So first off, I'd like to apologise for coming to you a day late, but that's life, things happen. Anyway, we're here now. Now today's topic is another listener suggestion, and that is disc seeders versus tine seeders. So where I live and work, we've got a pretty good spread. I'd say probably 60 to 70% of our growers have tine seeders and the rest have disc. And there's a place for both. It really just comes down to your system and what you're trying to achieve. The reason why I like a tine seeder so much is because you can use preems. You can use a lot of chemistry like Treflan, which is an old product, but still a good product, still works well. I think there's a little bit of resistance to it in some parts of the world, but for the most part, it's pretty bulletproof. But it needs to be incorporated early. And for that to happen, you pretty well need to be using a tine seeder. Although I do know a few people who, when putting in, say, a loosened stand, will go through and cultivate in treff land using a traditional method, then sow into it with their disc seeder. But for that single pass and that simplicity, I think it's just easy to use a tine seeder in those sort of situations. And it's not just treff land, there's a whole range of other preems that have to be incorporated. Uh, Secura, box of gold for the most part. And there's a few others, including a new broadleaf pre-emergent called Callistro. So it's not something that's going away. A lot of these products will still need to be incorporated sowing. And if you can't get these pre-emergents into your system, you're going to be more reliant on in-crop herbicides later on, which is putting an incredible amount of strain on our group A and Bs. And we've already seen a lot of resistance to products like Axel, Topic, Verdict, Select, and you're just losing more and more options. So I think it's important to keep preem as an option. And for the most part, you're going to need a tine seeder to make that happen. However, if you're dealing with really high stubble loads, or in a part of the world where you're mainly using your seeder for improving pasture, sowing through pasture, renovating pasture, or just anything that involves you working through a whole heap of ground cover, a disc seeder will come into its own. That is where they've got their best fit in my mind. It's trying to cut through and sow into those high ground cover situations where a tine seeder would just block up. One of the reasons I think a disc seeder did really well early on in the piece is they were the first seeders to come out with parallelograms which tracked the ground and gave you that even seed placement no matter what the ground was like. However, now that tine seeders can also do that, for me, I just feel like if I was buying a new seeder, I'll probably get a tine machine just for that preamp application and keeping that tool up my sleeve. And the other advantage I think that a tine machine has and something that we saw in the last few years out here is when we're dry sowing in front of rain in what was really very marginal conditions is that yeah, tine seeder leaves a bit of a furrow and that furrow was able to capture and amplify that little bit of rain that we were getting and gave us a fairly even, fairly good establishment. I just think it helps, but that's just my take. So in summing up, for me, where I am, what we're doing and where we're operating, I think a tine seed is the way to go and you've probably picked up I've got a fair bit of a preference for them. However, in saying that, I know a few people that use disc seeders incredibly well. And if I was up on the tablelands or down south, where you're sowing through grass, you're sowing through pasture, you're sowing through incredibly high stubble loads, I'd probably be leaning towards a disc seeder because they can do a far better job in those sort of conditions. But for where I am and what we're doing, 
I tend to find that a tine seeder is much better suited to the job. So I guess at the end of the day, it really comes down to where you are and what you're doing, and that'll influence you on what machine you get for the job. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our short little podcast today. Got a few more coming up and a couple of Wednesday Tech Talks uh, followed in from a couple of listener suggestions. So stay tuned for them. Please remember that this advice is general in nature and always consult your own expert before acting on what you've heard here. Thanks for listening to the In The Paddock podcast. Hopefully you took something out of it that'll help you on your farming journey. Please remember to subscribe so you can stay tuned for the latest shows. Remember to like, share, rate and review to help others find us. Until next time, keep at it.